Darius, calm down over there. you primitive screwheads listen up see this this is my boomstick rather than having uh, an entire episode where we I mean we would literally we could do fucking shotgun reviews for like an hour hour and a half because of all the movies I watched no oh god get out of here you need to fucking keep track of the movies you watch we're just gonna do four just so we keep the format going. But we'll, we might be doing a um, bonus episode, Fireside Chat, where we just talk about the, uh, the, the the back 40, the lost 40. We will, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the first shotgun review, which is Pet Cemetery 2019, rated R, 100 minutes. Drunk Darius, I will let you... Give your first initial thoughts. You've seen the first one, right? Of course. Okay. Um, it's a good movie. I like it. Doesn't hold up to the first one, I would say. Yeah, I, I will say, I mean, I, I did enjoy it. Um, before we were recording, we were talking about... We had a conversation about trailers, and Mr. Drunk Darius, um, you know, was I forgot which movie it was. He's like, don't watch a trailer for this, don't watch a trailer for this. I don't watch trailers for anything, but I do know that people that watched the trailer for this movie were quite upset because in the trailer, you basically found out which of the kids were going to die. So, you know, I've listened and heard multiple people talk about this one, and I guess... Maybe it's just personalities or the way that things are different. But from what I saw, most of the people that did not like this, it was because they're literally comparing it scene by scene or comparing it to the actors or what happened in the first movie. Right. And this isn't like, you know, the 98 Psycho, which, you know, Vince Vaughn did a shot for shot remake. I mean, this is, I guess, what you would call a re- reboot or something. So I didn't go in looking like that. They did make some minor changes, um, you know, Obviously, part of me, I would I haven't seen the first movie in 
oh god probably 15 plus years so I would have to rewatch it again but the first movie to me it's something like that's always going to be more effective because it's going to be there's nostalgia involved I was a lot younger so I got scared a lot easier so it stayed with me a lot more I mean this movie from what I remember wasn't quite as creepy as the first one or what it did to me but um, you know I'm not going to sit here and and you know say well um, you know, uh, Judd, Judd's character sucked in this one because it wasn't, it wasn't as good as it was in the first one. Or, um, you know, this, this, you know, the, the creepiness when they're at the pet cemetery wasn't as good, uh, in this one. So therefore, you know, it sucks compared to the first one. So I'm not coming in at, at, at that respect. I am literally reviewing this as a movie and I thought it was good. I thought that the, they made a couple big changes where, if you haven't seen the first one in a long time, you might be pleasantly surprised with a couple things. So wrong kid died. No, I don't care which kid died. They left the scariest, scariest ghost. I would say out of this is not enough from the first movie. The first the movie, yes, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. I I I. I saw the original one when I was like 19. So it had been out for like, I don't know, 20, 30 years. And it scared me then. It held up. And this one, it's scary. I understand. Don't compare it to the first one. No. But they could have done so much better, I think. It's still a good movie. I yeah. think you should still watch it. I think it's still scary. But I think I think uh, a lot of people are complaining about the character of Judd. I actually liked him quite a bit in this one. Because he... The Judd from the original has a... He's just a good character. He has a line. I forget what it is. But but yeah, no, I love... Sometimes the, dead is better. Yeah, the, the way he talks. And uh, Judd... Yeah, I heard people bashing this movie because he talked normal. Well, yeah. this was just... Yeah, I mean, John Lithgow just talked normal. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? That's his you name, know, John just, Lithgow uh, from uh, Big Giant Head. The Rock from the Sun guy. John Lithgow? I have no He's idea. a great But it, you, Herman Munster was in the first one, and they were like, you know, he came in and built the character and had a had a great accent and John Lithgow talked just like John Lithgow so he sucked I'm like get the don't fuck out don't give of me that shit dude Any, well anyway that's you know here nor there so but anyways no I think we spent enough time on uh, Pet Cemetery. would you recommend it yeah absolutely I would it's mm-hmm. still a good movie it's scary yep. yeah go we're see it we're not gonna rate sure. it cause it's 2019 correct yeah we will not be rating um, these ones because you never know it could end up on our list or it could not so uh, let's get into we, we're, we're just going to do four each or three more I guess since we kind of did Pet Cemetery together one that I am really excited to talk about and I feel like I should have saved this for our bonus episodes so we could get into it a little bit more is called Teeth from 2007 rated R 94 minutes I gave it a 6.5 even though, even though I only gave it a 6.5 it's a very cool movie and a very cool premise. Have you ever heard of it? Or no, is it a zombie? No, it's on. I think it's on Netflix. Basically, this girl is a teenager and she's starting to get sexually active, and her vagina literally has teeth in it. Oh it yeah, cuts I've heard dicks of off, and yeah. it's fucking great. It's a great movie. I mean, six point five. I'm glad I saw it once. And it, it just 
too much of it. I'll say the premise and the idea were a lot cooler than the actual movie. They could have went better with it. Yeah, and it had um, the if you watch on Nip Talk, I forget his name, but the son and Nip Talk uh, was in this and whatever. But it was. I mean, I felt like they could have had a lot more fun and they could have um, went places with this one. But no, it's. 6.5 I gave it. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Um I mean, yeah, it was it was it was it was worth it. It was worth it. Before uh I forget, I should have said with Eraserhead, if you did want to check out that fucking turd, it's streaming free on Tubi. So Okay. Yep. So Tubi is free. Tubi is a good yeah. Go download it. You, I think you might get some commercial breaks. Yes, but it's free. But I literally think in that whole movie, I got like four like thirty second commercials. It's worth it. It's free. So, oh yeah, you can't complain about so, free. But no, anyways, um, that's all I got for teeth. Go ahead. All right, my next two are gonna tie together. That's okay with you. Go for it. Yeah, I got the boys on Amazon Prime. And that's a show, right? Yeah, it's. Basically, like the Avengers, but if the Avengers were bad guys, but everyone still thought they were good guys, it's real dark. You watch one episode, promise you, watch the first episode, and you're gonna want to see more. Really? It's you think it's gonna be like a lovey dovey like And it's on Prime, right? Yeah, yeah. You think it's gonna be like Spider Man the first episode. <laughs> oh man, you got I don't wanna give anything away, but it's, I'll check it out. You've been telling it, me about this for a while. So. It's dark. It's really dark. But it's basically superheroes that are bad people, but everyone thinks they're good people, so <clears throat> I'll check it out for sure. Some of them are good, but I don't want to give anything away. And then my next one is Brightburn. We talked about this last episode. Yeah, but... Or two episodes ago. I just watched yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I did, yeah. No, I, I, I got you. And it was... It's a good movie, but just... It's just like teetering. Is that the right word? Sure. Sure it is. Depend on the context, which I don't know yet. So it's like right on the edge of being a great movie. Oh yeah, teetering. Yeah, but it's a good movie. I'll check it out. But still, at the same time, it's like it could. It's almost to where it could have been amazing. To where it's just pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but obviously, Brightburn. If you've seen the preview, it's about a superhero kid, like. I don't know. You get the gist. Yeah. You get the gist. The gist of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone, for the most part, has heard of Brightborn. Or at least in the horror community. If you haven't, it's... Check it out. I, 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 it sounds like I might have enjoyed it a little bit more than Drunk. No, Man. no. It's a good movie. It's worth yeah. watching, for, oh, for sure. sure. But I just like, it's almost ama- amazing. Now and I feel like, like that should have been a movie that could have break broken out to like mainstream. I, I really do feel like a lot of non-horror fans would have enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it might still. We'll I mean, see. It, it, when it hits Netflix, Have I'm you ever seen Hancock? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it reminded me a lot of Hancock, but Hancock was a comedy. tamer version of it. Yeah. Kind of, kind yeah. of comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but okay, anyway, so I did catch up on, there was a few 2018 movies that I missed, 
And one of them I left out purposely was in front of Dark Web, and I'm glad I did. Five and a half. I mean, it's 2018, as I said, rated R, 92 minutes. I rated a five and a half. A little bit, little bit above average. What's it called? Unfriended Dark Web. Oh, it's, Unfriended a, 2. it's a sequel. Yeah. yeah. I heard that yeah. one's better than the first one. Um, I would disagree with that. I okay. like the first one better. Yeah. But that's one of those that where it's kind of like a found footage, but it's like through a computer, right? Kind of. Not as... Yeah. 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 And, and it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. It was, it's forgettable. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, a typical teeny bopper Bloomhouse type. Right. Like it's a fun teenager movie. Right. Yeah. Well, I like it doesn't those take movies. itself too seriously. I do like those movies. Of course you do. What's your I last one? Do, I do, I do, I do. Uh, oh shit. We're coming back up to the good scene. Um, happy death day to you. Ooh, I haven't seen that one yet. Another sequel of It's a fun, it's a good movie, but I, it's less horror. It's not, it's not much horror in it. Is it, did you see the last, uh, the first one I yeah, seen? Yeah, the first one's not much horror either, so you expect the same thing, but it's, it's a good movie. It's did worth you watching. Like, what did you like better, the original or the sequel? Mm, I think I like the sequel better. Yeah? But... They're dumb. That's what I would say. Don't go into it expecting something a, real it's serious. It's a blumhouse movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. dumb. But it's not very scary. And I think it's more of like... It's le- it's not much horror in it, honestly. Yeah. It's more like coming of age shit. Yeah. Keep talking about that for a minute. And uh, so it's one time at band <laughs> camp. No, the, the best scene of uh, Friday 2 is going on. With the, the hottest, uh, the hottest female in the series. What? I forget her name. What's her name again? What? Rachel? I think it's Rachel, isn't it? I don't know. Dimey dime there. It doesn't matter. No one wants to hear this. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so, my last one is, okay, so you're probably going to laugh at me, but this movie is just as much horror as uh, Eraserhead, so there. Um, Rampage 2018, PG-13, 100 <laughs> 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 The Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Did you see that The Rock got married and his fucking wedding was at 7.30 in the morning? It was like a surprise wedding or something, wasn't it? No, it's yeah. because he... I don't do like the Instagram and all that kind of stuff, but apparently he like has Instagram posts of getting up and working out at 4 a.m., Good for you, bro. Like I can't believe you have friends. He doesn't have real friends. Dude, he can't. Though. He just buys his friends. Like, but how how can he have real friends when you're that famous and rich? He's the highest paid movie star in the world. Yeah, well, if you make that much money, why the fuck? I mean, what's the excuse of having a wedding at eight thir- or seven thirty in the morning? Like, dude, he's got a job to people. do, dude. If you make that fucking much money, you can say, hey, I'm getting married, so we're going to take a day off. Well, that's why he makes that much money. God dang. Fuck that noise. Sorry. I think I would have to pass on that wedding invitation. You you just have to, you know, you get invited to the Rock's wedding, and you're like, oh, yeah, fucking, you know, wedding starts at 7 o'clock. So, you know, shit's getting started at, like, 5 a.m. So, I'd be the guy that... I just get fucking waffled the night before and stay up and push through it, so I wouldn't even sleep. Yeah, I'm passing on El Asico to go to Colorado to be in a wedding. 
El Asico. Is that like Mexican resort or something? No, it's Iowa versus Iowa State. Like El Classic. Oh, that was way over my head. So yeah, that's a that's a Fucking tangent and a half right Indians. there. But no, Rampage. You know what? Like I said, it's really not um, very horror. But here's the thing: if you're counting like the original King Kongs and that kind of shit horror, then this has got to be horror, right? I mean, it's creature feature kind of stuff. Yeah, I know it's a stretch, fringe horror. It's all right. I saw the new Mind Hunter. It's not that good. Oh, dude, I've heard the new Mind Hunter. I've never seen any of it, but I heard it's amazing. It's okay. Well, when you know more than the people that are presenting it. Oh, I suppose. You know? No, I'm just kidding. But for real, they fucked shit up. Did they? Well, you have to, I suppose, for entertainment they purposes. Gotta make, they gotta dramatize it. Sure. All right, whatever. So, okay. okay, yeah, so the last one I had was Rampage. It's a fun movie. I mean, okay, for you're you're not gonna go into those movies and have a bad time, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. That's yeah. what The Rock does. He doesn't do good movies. He does fun movies. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of truth in that. Except the except Dune. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. Yeah. Actually, I mean, it wasn't, but I'll have to rewatch it. I think that was Uwe Boll that did that. I have no idea. It was. It was the best movie he's ever done. All right, let's get into our next second feature review. For our second feature review, we have a Serbian film. Yo, could not find any English audio for this movie. Just know it is a fucked up movie. And I even watched Two Girls, One Cup to completion. You know what I mean. Okay, so this movie, let's just say uh, I obviously, if you're a horror fan, you've heard of this. If you've followed any other podcasts or websites or Facebook groups, you've heard this mentioned and talked about. But I purposely would not read anything or if there was anything even close to spoiler, I stayed away. So really... I heard about this one just in, like, passing, uh, if you will. And I will say that even though I knew it was fucked up, I was not mentally prepared for what was going down. I'm with you, dude. I thought fucked up, like, like, uh, the hills have eyes or hostile or something. But it's fucked up in a rapey way, not a yeah, gory it's, way. Not only is it... Okay, so, you know, me watching it was one thing, but I was paranoid that my wife and kids... So, I when did I, I watched this yesterday, and my wife and kids went to do something. So, I timed it with that. And same thing, you were saying earlier that you texted your roommate. My roommate is my niece. <laughs> She's like 23, maybe. It was like... Hey, uh, if you come down and see something on TV, it's like, I'm doing this for a podcast. I don't actually <laughs> watch this shit. I did the same thing with my wife. I was like, let me know when you're coming home. Because I was like, my fucking luck is I would pause this. Is like my wife and kids come barreling in and then they're like, what's daddy watching? So oh this God, is not only an even. awkward 
difficult movie to watch. It's going to be weird to talk about. It's going to be so hard to talk about. But no, we're just going to go. So here's our disclaimer right here is we are going to talk about this in a way that is going to be simply matter of fact. And if you guys are squeamish or if you are squeamish. (laughs) If I mess up rape and sex. Yeah. While talking. Do not listen to this. It's mostly rape. So if I do say fuck or sex or whatever, it's rape. Yeah. So and do not listen not to this me. if you're at work, if you have kids around, because this is going to be pretty pretty nasty, and we're not intending to be assholes or disgusting or misogynistic. This was a fucked up movie. So let's just get right into it. I mean, okay, so a Serbian film. Um, I wanted to watch this for a while because... I've just heard so much about it. It's very polarizing. So it's kind of in the same vein as like Cannibal Holocaust. Well, this is Cannibal Holocaust. On right. Fucking it's like PCP. it's banned from here and here and here. Yes. So whatever. Uh, what do you think this got on the B? Oh, my God. Uh, is there a negative? I'll give it uh, 1.5. 5.1. Okay. What about Rotten Tomatoes? This can go negative, negative five. 45%. Okay. So, uh, Serbian film is a 2010 film. It's obviously out of Serbia. The rating it got, and we'll get into this, but it's barely at an NC-17. How did you even watch it? I, I mean, I definitely watched this legally, but I definitely did not watch this legally. Yeah, this, let's just say that this you're not going to find this on Netflix or Hulu. It's so it's No one should watch this movie. <laughs> it's 104 minutes. It's directed and written by Serjan Spasoyevich. Uh, I'm going to guess. Um, Those and, are words. Yep. And he, the only thing you probably heard of him doing was ABCs of Death. And this is starring multiple actors and actresses, which I would probably fucking slaughter their names anyways. And you would never hear anything therein, so let's just leave it at that. Are they actual porn stars? No. They were actors. They did have credits. Okay. Um, So as Mr. Drunk Darius had talked about, moving into the trivia, this is banned in at least 46 countries. From what I saw, the only theatrical release this had was in Brazil, and it was supposed to be only one night, but apparently it did so well, they had it for three nights. Um, well, Brazil, you're fucked up. Yep. You're fucked people. Um, maybe, surprisingly enough, question mark, only one minute of the film had to be cut to get the NC-17. Or I could say one minute of film had to be cut just to get the NC-17. So I can understand that what, one minute. What the hell were they doing in the one minute? I it's probably yeah. I was gonna say I could probably. Oh, figure oh it they out. did cut one minute. They had from to what cut I one minute. They had to cut one minute out just to get the NC-17. Um, Jesus. So you know this is the first Christ. and only movie in Japan to get an R twenty plus rating, which means you got to be twenty years old or older to watch it, which pretty fucking crazy the director so this i'm gonna call bullshit on this but the director was quoted on the film saying that it's his interpretation of a struggle against all corrupt authority that govern over our lives and their purpose of power uh, of leaders 
who who um, um, hypnotize us to do things that you don't want to do. So, I mean, he just wanted to make the most fucked up possible thing ever. So So people will watch it. We had David Lynch trying to make a movie that made no sense just for his own hubris. And then we have this guy doing the exact same thing. And you can justify it any way you want, buddy, but you probably didn't have to go this hardcore to... Hey, maybe he was like just deep down and telling his best buds, he's like, I'm going to make the most fucked up movie anyone's ever seen. Guess what? You did it. If you're listening, take a big old drink right now Mm -hmm. and then save some for later because it's going to get worse. Yeah. So we're just going to dive into it. Um, I mean, we're going to get balls deep into a Serbian film right now. Okay, so... Yeah, that was a good one. No, no, that was not good. We won't ball... Oh, my God. So... Let's not gloss over anything. Let's just If you've seen Hostel, how brutal it is with gore, this one is ten times more brutal with rape. Rape, rape, rape. Saying it now, that's it. I don't condone it. This has nothing to do with me, but okay. Let's get into it. So, it starts in Serbia, and there's this famous porn actor who is known for always being able to get get hard. And... Without having to touch or think, or what what do you say? Touch touch or look look, whatever. He can get hard no matter what. And he... he made a bunch of money, but he retired because he got a family. He got a wife and a kid. He's like, I'm done doing that stuff now. But he gets approached by... No, so let's... We're glossing over 8,000 things we need to talk about I'm here. trying to make fast. What? No, we... This we this is one we have to... You can't skip... Because this is... The opening scene is a very important scene. So the movie opens, and... You, it, it's a porno. It's literally a porno, and you can kind of catch on right away. And he, I mean, the super hot chick, and he's banging her, and um, it pans out of the TV. So clearly, it was a movie. Someone's watching a movie. Well, who's watching a movie? It looks like a five-year-old kid, a son. So camera pans over. The mom comes out of the bedroom, and she's yelling like, "What? What's going on?" And then the dad comes out, and then you find out. Boom! There he is. The dad is yep, the, the guy dad in is the, the is the porno. Yep. So that's that's how it opens right away. But he, you know, there's a couple of good lines in there that say, um, you know, well he he's gonna be fine. I watched my first porno when I was his age, and basically saying, look where I'm at now. And the little kids like, oh, I feel something and swirling down. Yep. Well, that's there. we're not there at that point yet, but okay. Anyways, no, that is what happens. Is the little kid's like, I feel something in my pants. What's going on? And the dad's like, Oh, it's okay. It's natural. Yeah, when they're laying in bed at night, the kid's like, Oh, it's like wheels are turning, Dad. Yeah. He's like, Do you know what makes him turn? He goes, Yes. Yeah, it's weird, but it makes sense later. But you don't want it to make sense later. It's weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Okay. So the dad is an ex-porn star, the best porn star in Serbia, and 
he gets a job. He goes and meets his ex coworker, which is his hot chick. Ex. So you can star. tell that he is low on money. So right, he's struggling for he, money. He he at this point isn't doing anything for money, and you find out that his wife is a translator, so she translates like scripts and something or another. But there's a scene where um, she goes, "Hey, I need to." And I will say that they portray him as a really good guy. He's a loving husband, a loving father. Same thing with the mom. They're a super normal family. The guy just happened to be a fucking super famous porn star in the background. He's famous because he can get it up. Yeah. And it makes me uncomfortable saying it right now, but his wife is hot. Oh, yeah. She's very hot. Very, very hot. Fucking, I don't want to say that, but it comes into play. Yep. So... She comes up to him and she goes, hey, I'm going to need some cash for, uh, what's the son's name, Marco? Marco's... I don't know. Uh, singing lessons. Whatever the son's yeah, name Yeah, it's like Trevor or something like that. It ain't fucking P- It's Trevor. Peter. It's Peter. P- yeah, Peter. Yeah, P- that's what it is. I need it, money for Peter's... Uh, because this is not in English, so we get it's all subtitles. subtitles. Yep. It's Peter. Yeah. Peter. So he's he goes to open... Like, he keeps money, ironically, in all the DVDs... Of his pornos yeah, of that his he porno. has. And he opens that. one up and there's not enough money. He opens up another one. So he's got to pay for it out of, you know, whatever that is. So, but yeah, so then he's, he's, you know, short on money and he gets approached by a, I would, so you find out that he apparently was so good at what he did. One of the porn stars wanted to marry him and give it up. And I think this is all the of one. them. Dude. Well, That's but I, they talked about said. the one and I think this is the one. We no. find out. Well, he goes and has lunch with one of the porn stars, and she's like, everyone wanted to marry you, all the actresses, quote-unquote actresses, wanted to marry you. But she's like, I got a job for you. You'll be set for life if you take this job. And he's like, I don't think so. I don't know. And then his brother shows up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And his brother's like a convict. No, his brother's a cop. Oh, he's a cop? Oh, Jesus Christ, drunk Darius. I thought he was an ex-con. No, his brother is a cop. His brother is a sketchy dude. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, you meet his brother, and he shows up, and he's talking shit like he knows this girl. So she is a porn actor, prostitution. She's been busted for drugs. Right. So he knows who she is. That's what the... Brother says to him, like, oh, you don't know what she's been doing since porn. But he, but he goes up to her, and he's kind of coming on her a little bit, and he leans in for a kiss, and she bites his lip, and she basically is trying to sell him on, basically says, she literally says, uh, if you take this job, you'll never have to worry about money again. Exactly. And the thing is, is you never find a number, do you? Like, you never know how much he was offered, I don't think. No, we never figure out how much it is. So, yeah. So, then he leans in for the kiss. She bites his lip and she leaves. Right. And then he talks to his brother for a little bit. Yep. And then he goes and meets with this rich guy that's offering him a bunch of money. And we see three Well, hold on. So, we're glossing over a whole bunch of good stuff here, Mr. Degenerate Darius. And it makes a big... Uh, okay, so he uh, he goes back home and um, his his brother, obviously, you can tell when they are in their first meeting that he is jealous uh, of him in a way. 
Um, it, but also, you find out that Milos is an alcoholic, so he's always drinking. He likes his Jack Daniels, if you notice that. So yeah, he's, that he's, Jack Daniels. Yeah. And there's this joke that is played multiple times that comes back at the end. Um, and it's, you know what they say about rye. So apparently the joke is, is you drink rye whiskey, you, you, you're going to get whiskey dick. You know, you're not going to be able to get your, your heart on. Which, but he always can. He always can. So he gets off for this job. He goes back home and he talks to his wife. And I guess I could never, you know how women are. Like you can't even fucking whisper something that rhymes with an ex-girlfriend's name and you know your girlfriend or wife is going to freak out she's really cool about all this she, yeah he's an ex-porn star she yeah she understands what she and she's idea. really cool so like he told her that he was going to go meet this chick who not only he used to bang for work but they also had a relationship with i'm assuming that they had a relationship i'm pretty sure so she was fine with that so he goes and comes back home and he's talking to her and is explaining everything and he you you can tell it's his way of like hey can we what would you be okay if i took this job and she's like yes you know um you know go and meet with him at least to find out what it is but apparently for fun he at night so they put their son to bed and this is when he's talking about his giving his son the talk he's like dad like i felt something weird and the wheels were turning and so anyways, um, they're laying in bed, and at night, apparently, all he does is, like, watch his old pornos. Like, you can tell that he misses it. Yeah, they, they're laying in bed together watching his old yes. pornos. Like, and watching his, him yep. bang other girls. Yep. And his wife uh, is sitting there working or whatever, and she asks him, you know, later on, do you miss it? And he basically says no, which clearly isn't the case, because he's still living in that world of what he used to do but so you know she she is like you know do you miss it and he goes no i only fuck them um i I love yeah i love you and she goes so does that mean you don't want to fuck me and she or he like gets real fucking rough and he slaps her around a little bit like why don't you fuck me like you do them and then yeah yeah. then we get no sex scene and you get yeah it's a it's mostly a porno for, like, the first yeah. half of this movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he fucking... Oh, he, he runs her through the ringer. And he's beating the wheels off that for, for a while there. So then, yeah, so then the next morning, um, there's a car waiting in the driveway, and what happens next, drunk Darius? So he gets in the car. The car drives him. Okay, so first he agrees eventually do this because his wife tells him that well he doesn't agree to do anything he agrees to meet Vukmir yes Vukmir whatever he goes there and there's three sketchy looking dudes walking out while he's walking in he goes you clearly can tell that two of them are bodyguards and one's a boss some kind of boss yeah so he goes and talks to the dude dude's like Offers him a bunch of money. He's like, well, what am I going to do? He's like, well, I can't tell you what you're going to do. Blah, blah, blah. Here's a bunch of money. He's like, no, I, I turn it down. Then later, the next night, he talks to his wife, and his wife pretty much convinces him to take yeah, the she, job. Well, so she was like, how'd it go? And, and he was like, they offered me a lot of money. And she's all like, well, you took it, didn't you? And he goes, of course I didn't. 
And then she goes, well, what kind of money are we talking about? So you as a viewer never know. You don't know what the, the number is. We never find out. But he whispers it to her, and she, like, gets wide-eyed. You could tell the expression on her face. It must have been a fucking a grip. Right. So, yeah. So then the next morning, he goes and... He takes the job. Basically, he signs on for it. And we get a montage of him running. He does not look like a runner. <laughs> No, I mean, you can tell, like, he's... Well, the, the crazy thing, too, is, is, like, you think they could have, like, put him in a semi-decent shape when yeah. he was supposedly his he's younger not, self. He's not in shape. I mean, he, he's not, like, he's chubby just fat. I mean, he was in... I mean, he looked like a normal person, but he wasn't, like... His brother was, like, ripped. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's, he's you know, he signs over the contract. And so you meet this whole Vukmir person, and right away you get kind of mixed vibes so you get because he's very artistic so he he doesn't see what he does as as porn he sees what he does as art it's art so that's very important because he doesn't see himself as (coughs) an art or as a porn director or anything like that he's all about art and he keeps talking about clients so you know that something it, it does have a very hostile like tone where you have people that are in charge, but they are doing it for people that pay lots of money. Right. So you know shit's about to go south in the but biggest... Go ahead. He's get, Milo, our main character, is getting a big paycheck. So he's getting in shape for this. And while he's running, we see the his brother... He's a cop. I thought he was a convict. He's a cop. Anyways, the cop, his brother is at the house staring at his wife. Like, well, hold on. We're, getting, we're, we're, we're a little uh, jumping ahead here. So it's important to note that for this whole thing, the, the biggest thing. So when he first went to meet Vukmir, he wanted to know what he was doing. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. If I tell you, I'm not going to get the reaction that we're going to get. He goes, I want it to be pure. I don't want you to be clouded. Um, wants to be real. Yeah, I want it to be real, and he is like, "Well, I, you know, he's like, I need to know what I'm doing." So that was part of it. When his wife, he was talking to his wife, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sure it's fine. It sounds like he's a professional and whatever." So then they go back, and he is signing the contract, and he is about ready to read through the contract, which you find out the contract's fucking bullshit, anyways. But he's like, "Oh, just sign it. You know, it's all just words, anyways." So yeah, so then he does all this like training and he's trying to get in, which doesn't make sense because maybe four or five days go in between, you know, from him signing the contract to when shooting was going to start. So yeah. So the brother goes over, I'll let you carry on from here. He signs the contract and then he's trying to get in shape for some reason. He's doing like a weird montage of him jogging and doing fucking meditation. All you need is a montage. And his brother is at his house, his eyeball and his hot ass wife. His, I, I will say that his wife was fucking gorgeous. She was hot. Makes it feel weird saying it now. You'll it's find a movie. Out later. Just... Nothing. Uh, so he's doing that. And then he gets back. Finally, he goes, shows up to his first day of work, and it gets weird on his first day. Well, did you skip what you were about to say with the wife and when the his brother oh his brother in? is yeah. eyeballing his wife, 
and then he's like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. The brother does, and he just jerks off in the bathroom. Yeah. Which, so for a second, you kind of think that the brother's gonna, like, rape the wife, or, like... I didn't really think that. I, I was more on the lines. So, I mean, you know, the camera work made it seem like she was almost coming on to him, but she was cooking, and she's wearing a super short dress. Yeah. But the son, Pitar, was in the kitchen with... But she was eating an apple, and you know you yeah, could tell he was like, just checking her out. And he's like, "Oh, I've I've got to go use the bathroom." Where the so camera goes, is, she's like biting yeah. into it, like kind of seductively. Yeah, so he he goes to use the bathroom, and yeah, he he goes and you know pumps a chicken real quick in there. Yeah, so definitely his brother. Oh my god, <laughs> his brother is on the is into his wife. It makes it weird. So he goes for his first day of work at this new porn working for Vukmir is that it I just wrote rich guy Vukmir I don't know if that's how it it's his name his name is Vukmir his first and last name anyways he he pulls up he rides up with a guy in BMW yeah they pick him up at his house every fucking day in a BMW which is important they hand him an earpiece, put it in his ear, and, like, step outside. So he steps out, and there's, like, a guy with the camera on him. So you, you're you're led to believe that there's no direction. It's basically, like, what he said was all natural is what he wanted. It's, like, you're going to just have to figure this out. Right. They want it as real as possible. So he, he's get, he gets told to go into this building. He goes into the building on the front of the building it says uh orphanage yep, or it's something an, yep it's an old orphanage or like an abandoned orphanage yep. like she goes there's this very attractive woman there comes out of the door there's two guys with cameras and he follows them she, so she was like a nurse like, I dressed up as a nurse or, outfit or something something I don't know yeah. and they lead him to a staircase, and this a young girl. She's probably what 14, 15? Like she's borderline legal. Yeah, I'd say about fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, right? like she's not legal enough that she's not legal, but she's almost. But as there. a viewer, you're like, oh fuck! Like you're right. thinking he's gonna get. He's has to yeah. have sex with this girl, and then. Some other lady comes in, yells at the child, screams, pulls her away. And slaps her up, and he's, you see Milos, and he's, like, thinking, he's like, God, is this part, he's like, Because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, Yeah, because they just want it to be as real as possible for him. And then the chick gets pulled away, some other lady pulls her away, and they pull the lady that pulled her away, away. And then the lady that, the first lady, goes down on him in, like, a dark room. Just, like, gives him a blowjob. And this is where you, you 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 finally see what, you know, what he's been packing. And it's, he, he unfurls a fucking Pringles can out of his shorts. He's swinging. Pretty impressive. He, he, he's hanging some brain there. So he gets a blowjob. I think... I think that's it. Or, yeah, that's it for the first time. Well, you, the girl is there watching. 
No, not yet. Oh, okay. No, what is... There's TV screens of little girls. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, she's eating a popsicle in the background. Yeah, he has to watch, like, little girls on TV screens. Not little girls, just the one that was on the steps. Right. They're, like, teenagers, basically. It's one person. Okay. It's just... It's the same person doing a couple different things, eating a popsicle. Yeah. So then he has to come back and... Well, that's the first scene. He's like, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty violent. I mean, he, he's he's packing about 12 inches of, you know, forearm in his pants, and he's 40. <laughs> Let's just say that chick didn't have a gay reflex, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And then the second day, he has to come back, and there's some lady getting beat by a security guard. It's like, oh, he fought for your your country and you cheated on him like some dude's wife and she's crying and she crawls out to him and has to suck his dick and he's like I don't want to do this and that's when the little girl's watching yeah well the guy comes up he's like I don't I'm not doing this and then the guy comes up behind him and like puts him in his show so so the, the chick is like sitting in a chair like 15, 20 feet away from him watching. The little girl, I should say. Yeah. So, this, the, yeah, so the woman is all beat up. She's all bloody. He's like, I'm not doing this. I don't, I don't want to fuck with kids, you know. So there's a little girl sitting there in a chair watching it. And then when the security guards puts him in a chokehold and makes him fucking sit there while this chick beats him off while the little girl watches. Yep. And it's fucked up. To the point where you get a money shot. Yeah, like somehow you know something's fucked up because he ends up coming. Because he can always get it up. That's how they yeah. want it down. Ah, it's fuck it. It's fucked up. This is not even close to how fucked up it gets. Yeah. Ah. Well, but I mean, yeah, you see her like just pumping it, and then and she's crying the whole time, jerking yeah. him off. Yeah, and then oh. he just blows it right in her fucking face, and she and, and it's you know the little girl sitting right there. It's like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. This is a very sexual fuck. So, anyways, Vukmir comes in and he's like, bravo, bravo, you know, good job. Because I'm an artist, that's why we're doing this. Yep. So, he doesn't even say anything to Vukmir. He punches out the guy that had him in the chokehold and he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And then, his third scene, there's a naked lady pass out on the ground and they force him on top of her, I think. And then he hears his son behind him cheering him on. Yeah, he's... And he turns around, it was a dream the whole time. Yeah, so he's, like, at this point, you're starting to realize that it's really starting to fuck with him. Like, he's having nightmares of it, and it's keeping him awake. So this is when he goes back to Vukmir and tells him, like, fuck off, I'm not doing this. So, yeah, so he's going to quit, and his wife's like, just don't show up, just don't go. And he's like, no, this is something I have to do in person. So, yeah, so he goes, of course, you know, every morning, that fucking BMW sitting in his driveway picks him up. Yeah. But he tells Vukmir or whatever he's done. But the whole time, so, like, you know, they get there, Vukmir pours him a drink, so pours him his whiskey drink, and the whole time, Vukmir is, like, justifying what he does, calling it art. And he's right. like, okay. He goes... Which it hasn't got... I mean, that... 
that was pretty bad getting blown in front of a little girl, but it has not got that bad yet. <laughs> no, so this is where it gets really twisted or starts. This is where you start the whole, what do you call it? Uh, it's getting pretty twisted. So he's sitting down and he's like, fine, before you quit, I want to show you something. He's like, I want to show you what we really do. Um, I want to, I want you to see the truest of the art form or something like that. Right. So he closes the, he closes the, the blinds blinds and this TV pops up and boom, TV turns on and you see this chick like fucking a pregnant lady, spread eagle. Yep. She's, she's laying on a table, like giving birth. So some guy walks up, he's got a mask on and he's in whitey tighties. So he's like sitting there and he's like helping and you're literally watching a baby being born. Like literally shows a baby coming coming out out of a vagina. Yes. So this baby comes out, this guy holds it up and you know something's about to go down. It's all fucked up. So he holds the baby by its feet upside down, smacks it in the ass. And then he, the, then the, you, the camera pans back to Milos and Milos is like, what the fuck? The camera goes forward and the guy is holding the baby. That's about 30 seconds newborn. And he pulls his pants down and you know what I'm about to say next. And what you don't want to think happens, happens. And they show enough of it where you no, know what what's going on. You know what happens. No, I skipped past this part. He rapes the baby. He literally rapes a newborn baby. Yep. So fucked up. It's a doll, so that's the only solace that you can take in that. But this is what the movie is. So, boom. It gets turned off, and Milos leaves. Storms out of the room. Storms out. So he gets in his car, and he's driving away, and he gets like... I don't know, block couple blocks away, and comes to a four-way stop. And who does he see? This hot fucking uh, doctor, which we yep. didn't mention before. But no, because he glossed over everything. Degenerate Darius. We're trying to keep it fast, okay? <laughs> but this hot doctor from before, this very attractive woman, is crossing the street, and he's kind of out of it already. Milos is yeah, probably so from what he drank. Well, I didn't even catch that. Like, at first, I thought if he was having another nightmare because I didn't, I wasn't putting two and two together at this point. But, yeah, so she she uh, comes over to him. He rolls the window down, and she sticks him with something. And then, boom. Next thing you know, he wakes up in his own bed, but he's the all kinds of fucked up. So the key part is, is right before this happened, on the radio, it said... Um, May 18th or whatever. Well, he wakes up in his bed and it pans over the clock and it says May 21st. Right. So, so three, three days, days have, passed. have passed. And he doesn't know what the fuck happened. So now... This is where the fucked up shit starts. So he's... The next part, it's flashbacks. Well, hold on. We, we forgot one thing. So the reason that you know the brother is a cop is because before he goes to Vukmir when he's thinking about quitting he calls his brother and he's like hey I need you to uh, do, you know get some information or pull his files and he's like just the guy's name is Vukmir so the brother pulls the information up and find out he goes his his name and his surname which means his first and last name is Vukmir 
You find out that he used to be a psychologist. He worked at an orphanage. A children's psychologist. Yep, at a, at a children's orphanage, children's psychologist. And then he uh, started doing some side business stuff for some film producers. And he goes, we know that he has ties in the adult film industry, but there's no videos that we can find. So, you know, he does black market shit. So he worked in like the CIA of Serbia kind of shit. Yep. So when you get to this point where you find out where he calls him back with the information, at first you just see him pick up the phone um, and answer it, and he's talking. Well, then it pans out, and you find out that the brother is watching a birthday party of the son, and he's getting his dick sucked by a prostitute. And he can't get it up. Yeah, and he can't get it up. She makes a comment and says, like, your little soldier is falling asleep again. So you know that he is obsessed with the family. He's very jealous of what Milos has. Right. So they just keep playing and building upon that story. So anyways... Okay, so Milos wakes up, and then we jump back and forth between him finding videos and him having flashbacks so this is gonna get a little confusing for a second here uh he goes back to Volkron's <laughs> Voltron Vukmir Vukmir's house and he's having so he, he wakes up and he finds a car in the front the BMW yeah the BMW the keys to it and he's got the keys yep uh, so, oh my god, I, don't, I can't even read this. Okay, so he goes back there, and this is a flashback slash video he sees. Everything that, is starting to get pieced together. Yes, he goes back to the house, and I don't know if it's a flashback or a video. They drugged him up when he was at the stop sign. Yeah. The so, hot lady doctor did. Yep. Well, what he does is he gets back there. And he can't find anybody, but he goes. So the main, the main, uh, I guess you'd say mansion where he meets Vukmir. There's like this big conference room that's got a table and he finds a, um, it's like a, uh, cupboard. a cupboard that has all these tapes in it. Right. So he just grabs the camera and grab and he finds out, you know, there's a bunch of different tapes but all the ones that have a penis drawn on them are his. So he grabs all of the ones with a penis on it and he just drives away and he's slowly like, you're slowly seeing flashbacks and it's, it's like blood and, and, um, you know, there, you, you, you know, that shit's about to get down. So he goes, okay. Yeah. So he goes in the woods and starts watching these and first one we see, we see he gets drugged up. They do some with like, uh, it's a uh, cattle. Uh, it's basically Viagra for cattle. So right. They they give this to a bull to make him mate with the females. They make him horny as fuck, and they yeah. also drug him like with something else where he's out of his mind. Yeah, he he's like he's like out. a zombie. He's all like fucking zombied out, but also it <sighs> makes him just horny as fuck. Yes. God damn it. Ah. Uh, so the first video we see, there is a woman handcuffed to a bed. No, well, the first video, well, okay, just don't forget the uh, the part with his lady friend. 
in the conversation she has. That that comes later. Uh, and he see he watches the video of him fucking this lady while she's handcuffed to a bed, and they give him a machete and tell her that they tell him to fucking hit her with the machete. So he chops her fucking head off while yeah. he's fucking her, and he fucks her corpse. I'm sorry for saying fuck. I should say rape. He raped her. So it starts. Yeah, I mean, it starts off where. Yeah, it. it, it so. He's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's the same one that was sucking his dick earlier. The same whore they called it. So she's yeah. She's face down. All four, you know, appendages, legs, and arms are, um, um, you know, handcuffed down. And he's going at it, and he's like, hit her, hit her. And, and he's smacking her yeah. at first, and they give him the machete, and then he chops the head off. And then yeah. he fucks her headless corpse. Yeah, it's like squirting blood out of her head, and he's going at it. But he has no control, really, because he's all drugged up. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Anyways, this is just his flashback slash videos that he's watching. So he goes to the next video that he watches, and it's his ex-porn star friend, lady friend. And she's telling Volkram. Vukmir. Vukmir. Like, hey, I'm done. I'm out of this. I'm not doing this anymore. Milo's done, too. I'm taking him with me. And then cut to the next video scene, and she's getting, she's chained up naked, and she so gets, she's on she's on her knees, but and her she's arms chained by her arms, ta- chained up to the ceiling. Yeah, and she's she gets face raped. Yeah, so this guy walks up. It's the same guy that you see with the you know the mask on, and um, yeah, he comes up, and and I think they like. They pulled all of her teeth out, so they took this tool. So she's literally got no teeth, and her mouth is just dripping blood. And he, she gums him, and then um, he he. This guy is hung pretty well too, and he like shoves his dick in her mouth, and he suffocates her. She dies because she can't breathe because she's got this massive right dick in her mouth. Well, yeah, yeah, fuck. God, it's a movie. Calm it. down, drunk Darius. It's a movie. It's all fake. So yeah, so she's dead, and then it comes and it comes back, and you're like, "Who the fuck is this guy in a mask?" Well, you'll find out soon enough. All right. So, so anyways, the next video. Back next video slash flashback. He's getting flashbacks while he's watching the videos. He's at this house, and they're trying to convince him to have sex with this little girl, and. Eventually, he comes to, he's like, fuck this, and just jumps out the window. No, he goes and grabs a knife. So one thing that we forgot before, too, is is, is they do show his wrench quite a few times. And one of them, the first time... Um, oh, he almost cuts it off. Yeah. He's like, I'll yeah. cut it off right now. Well, the first time, like, so the chick bites it. The one where the guy puts him in a chokehold, she bites it. Yeah. And he's like, hit her, hit her. So he's, like, literally closed-fisted, fucking punching her. Um, to get her to let go, and yeah, it's all fucked up. But yeah, so this one, he jumps up and he tackles Vukmir, and he runs over to the kitchen table and grabs a knife, and he is 
about ready to cut his fucking... He's like, I'll cut it off. And I mean, then he's like, fuck this. And then he just jumps out. I think window. it'd be easier for me to saw my my uh, my leg off than it would be for him to fuck. take that that take a whack of that thing Dead. off. So yeah, he jumps out the window and he starts running. Yeah. And then this is where... This is flashback. Yep. So he's remembering this because there's right. no video on this. So he's remembering what right. happened at this point. So he's driving through the streets at night, and he finds a house with a broken window, and he finds the house where the little girl was, and she's out, like, taking the garbage out. Yeah, so you find out, you're like, oh, fuck, like, she's just a normal person that's been manipulated. Yeah, she's a little regular little girl. Yep. But she's manipulated to be in this movie. But her grandma, or whatever, was like, just like my dad did to me. Mm -hmm. Fuck, it's just so much rape. So much rape in this movie. Oh, God, it hurts. Ah. She goes to the convenience store. He's so all amped up. This is in his flashback. He's so amped up on the drugs, so he's horny as fuck. He goes to the convenience store, calls his brother, and says, Hey, this is where I'm at. Come pick me up. He hides in an alleyway, and he's like... He sees a very attractive woman walking by. It's a prostitute. Yeah, whatever. And two thugs following her. And he's like kind of jacking off. In Not the even corner. thugs. They were just like two people that were trying to They're like, get hey, her services. Girl. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. jerking off, kind of looking at her. And these two guys are like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? And they start beating up on him. And his brother didn't find him in time, apparently. And... The same guy that picks him up in the BMW every day. Right. So the, these guys kill the two dudes that were beating him up, pick him up. Yeah, come up and, like, just snap their necks. It was pretty cool. Yeah, right. Just snap their necks. <laughs> Take him back to some warehouse. And fucking fuck. All right. Deep breath. Uh, okay, I'll take over this part because drunk Darius is getting all worked up. So, they get into this warehouse. Um, and Volcom says, so, welcome to the family re- Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> first you find out that he he's backtracking all of his steps. And he uh, gets to this warehouse and he just finds a bunch of dead bodies there. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? So then you find out um, exactly then, what happened. Then he gets a flashback. Yeah, so he gets a flashback of what happened. So after they picked him up out of the alley, they bring him in, and it's in a full warehouse, and there is a tiny little like a bedroom set up, cameras, lights all over the place. So he gets walked up, um, but before this, the nurse was trying to give him some more medicine. I would assume some more fucking horny medicine. In the or flashback, whatever. yeah. Yep, in the flashback, she was trying to give him some more of the horny medicine while. He grabs a syringe and like stabs it in her neck. This is what he's watching in the yeah in the cassette. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he stabs her in the neck, and then uh, so anyways, he's he's at this. Uh, well, he gets that. Then the fucking guard catches him. And then the next video, he sees him butt ass naked, and the one guard yeah. he hates just. Yeah, he's he's naked. Uh, in his flashback, walking to the bedroom. We watch the guard up. that he hates 
rape him while he's passed out. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah, one of the guards. Yep. Fuck. Yep, that's a good one. Fucked so, up. So, so Milos is... Not even close to yeah. being as bad. <laughs> so, yeah, so Milos, uh, in one of the videos, that's right, we forgot that one. Uh, he's passed out laying down on the concrete floor, and the guard is just... And it's not like they show you for, like, a second or two. I mean, they show you for, like, a long time. He's just getting railed from this fucking guard. So, anyways, let's fast forward here to where you you know everything culminates because he this is um, in his, you know, when he goes there in real life, he just sees a bunch of dead bodies, but then he retraces his steps and he's still remembering. So, anyways, in his... Uh, recollection of what's happening he's being walked into this warehouse butt-ass naked and he's you know prom dick hard and he goes and there's all these lights and there is a bed it's a huge king-size bed and you can tell there's two bodies laying on it and you can tell they're alive because they're moving and there's something over their heads so there's a blanket over them and there's something over their heads and all you see are basically legs so he uh, starts off, and they put him on the smaller of the two. And as a viewer, you know exactly what it is. You no. know it's his. Yeah, he's all yeah. raged up. Like yeah, out he of doesn't his mind. know. But as a viewer, you know it's his son and his wife. Right. You can see one's yeah. big, one's smaller. So he climbs on top of his son. No, he starts with the wife. No. I think. No. Okay. He climbs on top of his son. And, and he, he struggles starts, to get inside. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. I mean, they make sure you know that he is having a hard time getting inside. And he's going to town. And then he gets joined by the man in the mask. So the man in the mask is just going to town on the person next to him. Which you know it's his wife. Yep. And you don't know who it is in the mask yet. Or I didn't at Which least. I knew. I, I, I didn't at this point. And they, I mean, there's so much, I don't want to say so unnecessary. So he's raping but, his unconscious son right now. Right. And there you can see blood just everywhere is coming out. And, you know, the, you know, the person next to him is going after who you know is his wife. And then Vukmir comes up and pulls the mask off and it's his brother. His brother's raping his wife. Yep. And so right then he realizes, like... Milos is putting two and two together and he's realizing what's going on and what's happening. And then they take the mask off his wife and his son. Yep. So he realizes he's raping his son. Yep. And his brother is raping his wife. Yes. It's so at this point up. at this point the um, nurse that he had stabbed in the neck with a needle It wasn't the in. nurse, it was the his porn star co-worker that we thought died. No. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the nurse. All right. I think it was the nurse. I don't know if it matters. I'm almost positive it was the nurse that that came up. Okay. Um, And she just enough to distract him. And the wife is waking up at the same time. Yep. Yep. So he like pushes the the guy off of um, his wife. He struggles with a couple of the guards. He grabs a gun. He proceeds to shoot everybody. No, he goes ape shit and starts beating the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. And well, then yeah. he gets a gun. And then he starts shooting them out of bullets. One guy left, and then the wife wakes up, bites the brother in the neck. And then she takes, like, a helmet or something, smashes his face in. Yeah, it's a rock or something. And then Kurok, or whatever, is, like, 
Bravo. Vukmir. Oh, yeah. So the whole time, Vukmir. <laughs> so when he pushed uh, Vukmir over, he was like, you know, bashing his head in, but he didn't kill him. And then he shot everyone else. And Vukmir the whole time is like, you could tell he's like, oh, this is the best ever. And bravo, magnificent. And then he, uh, yeah, pretty much bashes his face to oblivion. So everyone gets dead besides him, his wife, and his kid. And then he, he goes to his wife, and his wife has a knife. It's like, stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, and he obviously. Punches she, his wife in the face just to knock her out. Yeah. And then this is all in his memory while he's at this warehouse where all these dead bodies are. So then he remembers that he threw his wife and his kid in the car and drove them home. So now he knows where they're at. Yeah. So he goes home and finds them. And then... They're both alive. They're locked in the basement. They're bloody as fuck, but they're alive. Yep. And the wife is like, doesn't say anything, but kind of gives him the look like it's okay. You know, she doesn't blame him. Yep. And he is like pl- toying with a gun the whole time, like he's going to shoot himself. Yeah, so they get cleaned up, and you, you figure maybe a day has passed. Yeah. And um, he's toying with the gun, and then. Um, she puts his, his hand, her hand on his hand, like, no, you don't have to do this. That's what we think, anyways. Yep. And then we see them all laying in bed. And then it, the camera pans over, and it's him, kid in the middle, wife on the other side. And the camera pans over, and the gun's pointed at his. Yeah, so it looks back. like he's like cuddling her. Yeah. But he's he's got his arm over, and the gun is pointed through her back, through their kid, and then into him. And he pulls the trigger. Boom! They're yeah. all dead. The camera pans outside of the house. Cutscene. Uh, you know, then you just hear the shot. Right, and then remember those three guys he yep. saw when he's walking yes. up. Yes, so it's it? yep. So the, yeah, the very when he first goes to Vukmir's house, he sees the three people leaving. It's the two guards and then the one guy. Mm. So the camera pans back in. You can tell they've been dead for a day or two or whatever. If that. And uh, there's camera set up, and there's the two guards, and the one guy's like start with the little. No, one. no, one guy's unzipping his pants. Yeah, he says, start with the little one, and he unzips his pants. And the big guy says, start with the little one, yeah. So they're going to fucking rape their dead bodies. Yeah. It's fucked up. And, and that's that, the end of the movie. That is that is it. You know, the messed up thing is, is like, you know, the guilt causes the suicide. But even in death, he can't escape what he did. Honestly, who gives a shit? You can rape my dead body all you want. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not here. But, yeah, but what if when you die, like, you're, you know, in the movie, is like you're floating up into heaven or floating down into hell, and then you just see a bunch of fucking dudes just going to town on you. That one fuck you up? Sam Kinison has a joke about that. He's like, oh, what the fuck? But, no, I don't know. I don't know. That's... Just when you think the movie's like, okay, they're all dead, that's exactly what I would do, too. Like, I want to want to be alive, I want to want my kids to be alive, or my wife. And then even after they're dead, they're still getting fucked. Yeah, it was something else. It's a fucked up movie. Something else. And um, uh, Boss Tuna recommended this movie, just so everyone knows. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> it was it 
I don't know about recommending, but yeah, this was my movie for this this one. I don't even know where. I mean, we this movie was pretty long actually. I mean, it was what uh, just shy of two hours, ten or fifteen minutes shy of two hours. Like so an hour was, of forty or something. Yeah, uh, hour and forty four. I, I don't know. I don't remember. But anyways, it's it's fairly long. Um, so we glossed over a lot of it just because trying to keep it fast. Yeah. But yeah, it's but, all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Yeah, it, it's it's a ooh, it's a fucking weird movie. But um, but it's not fucked up like gory. It's fucked up rapey. And rape, yeah, it's rape very, is not a thing. I don't I don't like about. I don't like rape in horror movies. I don't mind it. You don't mind rape? No, not I'm okay <laughs> in horror movies. In horror movies, let's get that clear. <laughs> so that's where part of me because I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. So here's the one thing I'll say about this movie is I never plan on watching this again. Yeah, ever. right, right. I I see that. Like, but if you if you like movies like Hostel, what do they call that? Torture porn. Yeah. If you like movies like Hostel or um, uh, is it? Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. Revenge. Is a pretty fucked up, brave. Scene. Revenge yeah. is a pretty short rape scene. Yeah, though. well, but I'm just saying, like, those type movies. The last, Revenge. The last house uh, on the left. No, what's the one I'm trying to think about? Uh, is it I Spit on Your Grave? Yeah, that's yep. one. I Spit on Your Grave. If you like those type of movies, then I think you'll really like this one. But just to be clear, I mean, I the, I, I the strongly... The bad guys win in this one. Yeah. I strongly recommend this movie if you like those type type of movies if you don't then you're it's it's going to be very uh off-putting uh but this movie is very graphic in both the the gore the blood the sex the violence the rape i mean this hits all the notes as far it's, as that goes it's so hard it's just it's as close as it can be a legal snuff film mm-hmm. all right what do you yeah. get no you so go first because i already got mine written down oh fuck I give it a four. I give it a nine. Okay, I understand where you're coming from. The reason I give it a nine is because it, if you really want to get down to the root of a horror movie, it's supposed to elicit certain feelings in you. So, for and I've talked about this before. You know, a comedy, if you laugh, it did its job. A horror movie, if you cringe, if you don't want to see certain stuff, or if it scares you, whatever. This movie does all of that, but my favorite part of this movie are, like, the multiple endings. Like, this movie could have ended, but then they hit you with this, and then they hit you with that. So I think... I did like the ending. So I think that this movie was just... I think it really redeemed itself quite a bit with the endings. If... Because it really brought, unlike Eraserhead, where you have all these things and, and metaphors and whatever, um, this movie wrapped them all up. You know, so it, 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 you know, when you see the two, the three people leaving in the beginning, it brings it full circle. Uh, so I think that I gave it probably a full point, maybe point and a half alone, just with the way that it ended. So, I mean, first off, with him, with the suicide, with everything, that was on that was surprising i couldn't believe they did that i oh that's what i was thinking like that's what yeah. i would do 
and then with the ending, uh, with the other guys coming and they're going to rape all their dead bodies, I'm like, that is fucked up. And you've got to be fucked up to think of something like that. So, yeah. um, you know, this, this, this movie is phenomenal in the actual concept of it. it it's pretty graphic and it probably did a bunch of things that didn't need to, but then you, we wouldn't be talking about this movie like it did. So as hard as it is to talk about all this stuff, I do think it was all necessary. Um, but I think that part of its success is just being as graphic and because there's nothing out there, at least that I've seen that's even close to this. I mean, the closest you could say would be, you know, like uh, Hannibal or Hannibal Cannibal Holocaust or um, Human Centipede. Human Centipede, but those don't even. I mean, that's like fucking Sesame Street compared to. What I don't this know, is. dude. It's it's fucked up for the sake of being fucked up. It's nothing. But know. it all plays in the whole story, though. I mean, it's not like it's excessive. If you think about the whole thing... Of Him it, fucking his own son is not excessive. It is, but not in the... not. It's not success or excessive when you talk about the movie in general. I mean, when you put all the pieces together, it makes sense because of Vukmir, the character he is. Yeah. You know, and, and we Whatever could do... Whatever happened to Vukmir... He got his brains bashed in. No, that was the brother. No, that was Vukmir got his brains bashed in too. Um, Because he was smashing his head on the concrete when the wife was like chewing the neck off of him. But we could do a whole episode on just the character of Vukmir and how fucked up he is. And you could call it either. He was just a pawn in the whole. Well, he could be, but there is also whether you want to call it narcissism or mental illness. Because right, well, why would he even go through with it if he just knew he was going to die anyways? He was happy to die. No, that's what I'm saying is is there's it, it's not even close to that because if you look at it as far as the narcissist part of him or the mental illness, because even in death, he was able, he was like, this is the best movie and the best film I've ever done. So he, he was to the point where his work basically took over um, everything and it blinded him to the, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Right. So I, I mean, so I mean, his his character was. If if I I think that if you didn't have that final scene of him laying there saying you know, Wunderbar, bravo, bravo, I think that it would have really left a lot more questions. Yeah, with motives, but with you realizing, you know, he believes himself as an artist. Yeah. So, I mean, he truly, even in the last moments uh, of his life, he, he, his, his work and his art were everything. So as fucked up as everything is, I mean, I think they all played a role. Um, You know, I mean, they would have stopped them. I mean, if, if the movie was just wanting to be excessive and over the top, then they would have, you know, had him, you know, bang that fucking fourteen-year-old girl right away, or partway through the movie, and it didn't. So That's everything, a good point. so everything happened for a reason, if you will. So I mean, it's, it, each each individual part pushed the story. Even with the baby scene, the brand new newborn baby, ah, because that's if you think about it, that's the tipping point where the movie went from meh, I've seen this in every other movie to okay, we're getting into some really fucked up shit. So even that scene was important in you know pushing the scale to you know the this is going to be worse than anything you've ever seen before. So. 
Yeah, you know? I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. like I could make a full movie of me, just not me. But you, of someone just raping babies, right. like oh, this is edgy. But I, I knew that you were gonna be. Um, I figured you'd either really like this or you'd really not like it because I understand you always how of me with the torture porn. You do do like the yep. torture porn. You, I'm you, not saying yeah. Because you're always like, oh, fuck Hostel and this and well, that. And I, I like and, horror yeah. movies because they're fun. This is not fun. This it's is not. terrifying. It's this not. Is not terrifying. Torturous. Man, it is terrifying if you think about it. All right. So what so, do you give it? Nine? Yep. I give so it a four. I gave Let's it a nine. A Drunk Darius gave it a four. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we will wrap it up with um, the zombie. zombie gem of the week and get into next week. Talk is cheap, motherfucker! And we're back. Boss Tuna definitely did not just take a shit. Negative. He definitely did not. Should have wiped a little more, but alright. Tuna, you're (laughs) up. Alright, we're about to get um, uh, balls deep into... uh, Oh man, just don't (laughs) use any more sexual (laughs) stuff in this episode. All right, all right. Um, Yeah, all right, let's get balls deep into finishing this off. (laughs) So, right back to it. Before we get into the zombie gem of the week, I did write down three, I forgot to say, but um, for the discussion topic, I wrote down three honorable mentions. And it's because they came to me, but they weren't, I guess, horror enough. One could make the argument that they're fringe horror. All right. Spit them out this year. The Road? You've talked about this one several times. Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it yet. It's awesome. What about Book of Eli? Yeah, I've seen Book of Eli. Yeah, that would be a freaky place to live. And then the last one is Sunshine. Ooh, I don't... Don't... Don't know. I don't know that one. Okay, so that's the one where it's uh, got uh, Killian Murphy, and it's... Killian, not Cillian. Yeah. I know a lot of people call him Cillian, but it's Killian. That's a real person. Yep, Killian Onward. Murphy. Well, he's he's the main one from um, like Dunkirk. Well, I guess horror fans know him from Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, or Dunkirk. A British fella. Yeah. Yep. He's, okay. Yeah. Uh, Killian Murphy's in it. Uh, the reason I chose that one is because the movie is very much similar to Event Horizon. It all takes place on a spaceship, and it's pretty freaky. I'll bet you could make... I bet you that one would be considered horror. But that one uh, is freaky because the Earth is dying. So basically, the Earth is, like, burning out. So it's like... And if the, today, or not Earth, not Earth. Uh, sun, yeah. Well, it's like 2057 like or something. Life. Yeah. The sun is burning out, and if the sun burns out, all life on Earth dies. So these this crew goes to sun, and they're supposed to, like, fucking shoot a nuke, nuke into it to restart it's something whatever yeah but it's a f- super freaky movie but the whole premise of it is pretty f- oh yeah pretty freaky so um yeah anyways those are my three honorable mentions i don't know if you had any but no let's get on okay so let's get into the zombie gem of the week recently departed unburied human corpses are returning to life and feeding on the living do not try to leave to 
backstory on this one. So this is one I knew we were going to be covering in Zombie Gem of the Week because when I saw it, I don't know why, I don't know, maybe he got laid that night or something back in college, but this one stuck in the back of my head. Um, the movie is called Severed. It's from 2005, and it's rated R. So I saw this one. It must have been when it first came out. Um, don't know how. must have been like some late-night fucking Showtime or Skinamax or whatever movie. And I really remembered enjoying it. However, I had not seen it since 2005, so that was quite a while ago. So I've always been looking for an excuse to watch it, so that's why I threw it on the zombie jam. So let's uh, get into it here. I'll read you a little bit of what I wrote on it. So going in a different direction with this episode... Uh, zombie gem of the week we take a look at a movie that takes itself seriously compared to the ones we had previously talked about in the past that were more goofy and silly or whatever this movie is as canadian as it gets from canadian loggers and scientists in canadian tuxedos to canadian product placement in molson beer what makes this a true gem is that the no holds barred blood and gore which are impressive enough considering the shoestring budget that it had the acting was fine it wasn't great but it wasn't bad enough where it was distracting it just worked like most successful zombie movies however this quickly changes the narrative from the zombies being the antagonist to a study of relationships about a nefarious group that takes them in do yourself a favor and check this movie out take it with a grain of salt but I think it's uh, super low budget. A zombie flick may surprise you a little bit. Um, so I have to rewatch this to see those Canadian tuxedos. Oh, dude, you didn't notice? I did not notice. But yeah. everything else I agree with. Especially watching it today, I could see people hating on it. If it came out in 2007. 2005. It, it's a good... It's a good, it's a good. It seems like a movie that was shown on TV originally, probably. No, it was uh, VOD, straight straight to video. Oh, okay, but it's, it was well acted. Good, yeah. good, good plot. I don't know if I would say that. See, the biggest thing is, is that you have to keep. That's why I said you got to take it with a grain of salt because this came out in two thousand five. So this is what I would consider at the very beginning of before that Walking whole, Dead. Yeah, before the whole zombie rush. So right where the zombies aren't the bad guys, the humans are. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is before you know there is eight thousand zombie movies coming out every year that are just super cheesy. Right. So, right. You know, I mean, there is a couple actors in there that you would recognize or that you should recognize. Um, you know, it, the movie was made on a shoestring budget and, you know, they, they did what they could with, you know, I, I see worse special practical effects in movies today uh, than they were able to make work back then. And I think that it, the whole idea of it is really good where it's like a, a segregated zombie outbreak. It's not like the whole world is being overtaken, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Not yet anyways. Oh yeah, right. But yeah. I, you have any more to say? Yeah. Well, I, I I guess the biggest thing is 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 I mean, when you get a zombie movie, you're gonna have a generic or cheesy story, and I mean, at least you got to give this one props because it's not like, oh, there's a scientist in a lab and they dropped a vial that had some shit. 
as dumb as it was, they're injecting some shit in trees. I, I thought I was like, that was creative, at least. You know, they're injecting some hormones into trees to make them old growth trees faster. It's like, you got to give them props on at least. I the think it's a of that. good B movie yes. zombie horror. Yes, and that brings me so. According to the criteria for Zombie Gem of the Week, I gave this an eight and a half. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Yep. According so, to that According criteria. to the Zombie Gem of the Week criteria, this is a solid eight and a half. The ones you brought before were like kind of dumb, but really fun. This yep. one's like somewhat yep. serious, but you kind of buy it. Yep. And this one is free uh, streaming as well on... Where did I see this one? Hey God, I think I got it on Amazon. This one, I saw this one for free on one of the streaming sites. So, it's a good, it's a decent. If it was on TV, I'd watch it. Yeah, it, it, it's you know like if you're like me and you like anything zombie, um, like Mister uh, Degenerate Darius said, it is very different from the last ones because the last ones were just silly. They didn't take themselves. Seriously, they could, right. But those yeah. are fun too. But this yep. one does yep. take so itself this, yeah. a little serious. Yeah, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. But like I said, I mean, this one, knowing what I know, I, I can totally see someone watching this now. They're like, "Oh, it's dumb. These fucking tropes are so overdone." Well, I've seen this before. But it's before the. But tropes yeah, so were. I mean, this this is yeah. So I I uh, I liked it. I mean, there was plenty of cheesy shit in there and some stuff that didn't work and. The acting from um, the the main the Native American fat guy that led the yeah, group. He yeah. wasn't very good, but you know, it was He was good. I thought he was good. I, don't know. I thought his acting was a little over the top, but it's still like Okay, so the whole plot of this movie is there is a logging company and there is an activist group trying to stop this logging company out in the middle of fucking I don't know Canada. Canada, Alaska Minnesota, whatever, <laughs> and so they're out in the middle of nowhere, and that's where the outbreak starts, so they're excluded, so both the groups kind of have to combine together to work together, the activists and the logging company workers, which yeah. I like that whole dynamic of it, to where they are against each other, and then they have to work together. Mm-hmm. So it gets a little bit deeper than just people against zombies and some right. cheesy endings. So it, it's it's I'm saying it's a cheesy B movie, but it's worth the watch. It's a good right. movie. It's good acting all around. Yep. I think. Uh, did you think the the main actress, her boyfriend looked a lot like her second boyfriend? No, I guess I didn't notice. They that. kind of look like the same person. Yeah. I got a and that's confused. another thing, dumb too. Like it's not she, dumb. No, it's, no, that that her boyfriend dies in like a day or two days later. She's banging some new dude. I right. That, I mean, it, whatever. It, but, it feels like a lot like a TV movie, yeah. but it's a it's decent yeah. enough to watch. If it was on TV, I'd watch. Check it, it out. Check it out. So, okay. Anything else before we get into next week? Um, no, I mean, there's some cool scenes in this. There's a logging company, so, you know, there's some chainsaws and axes and Yeah, there's some good kills, for sure. But you you, you know where it's going the whole time, I think. But I don't, I don't take anything away from it for that. The people you like aren't going to die. I mean, except for the, 
know who's gonna die when they're gonna die, but yeah, it's decent. It's a decent movie. It's a fu- it's a fun movie. For yeah. Sure. Okay, so next episode is our first episode with a guest. So we've been talking about this for a while. The man behind the scenes is joining us. The man behind the curtain. The man the behind wizard. the mask. He um, will be joining us. And the way it works, if you don't remember, is we gave him the option. He Ultimately, he chose his, his favorite horror movie. Um, but then the new his horror movie was an old one, so we figured, well, let's just have the winner of the March Madness, the horror bracket challenge, be the new one. So it just so happened that his favorite movie is The Gate, and the winner from the bracket challenge was Hereditary. So join us next week where we discuss The Gate and Hereditary. I've never seen The Gate myself. I it's been many 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 years since I have but I will say the best part about this is that uh, good old Brent really isn't that much of a horror fan he even calls himself a non-fan so I am more excited so I, I'm super excited because I've only seen Hereditary once in the theater so I'm super excited for an excuse to watch that again but I'm more excited to get his reaction on it coming from a non-horror fan and we're gonna do horror trivia as the segment I don't know maybe I'll post the questions out first I don't want to give you it just we'll see we'll see, see if you the can segment is horror my... trivia and the discussion we're going to do a hybrid of a discussion since we uh, have a guest so we are going to get Brent's top 5 horror movies and we are also going to get what his personal definition of a horror movie is. So that'll be a fun little uh, segment right there. So. That's just the first of many guests that come. Yes. Yep. We've got a couple more yet we've got to get through. So um, anyways, I mean, that's all I got, Mr. Drunk Darius, unless you have anything else. I just want to say uh, support your postman. They're out there doing the dirty every day and... No, I don't know. Nothing. No words. That's All right. Onward. I'm looking forward to uh, getting balls deep into next weekend. Otherwise, I'm going to head out. Just like a baby, you got to go head out. Okay. And I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom. Boom. Mm, that was incredible. Is it good for you? <laughs> I've had better. 